We Infuse Podcast, episode number 40. Welcome to the We Infuse Podcast. My name is Dylan McCabe, and in every episode, we give you a seat at the table as we talk with Infusion Center owners, operators, and industry experts so that you can get the tips and tactics you need to maximize your own infusion practice. Now, on this episode, I'm going to talk with Adnan Iqbal, and he's the CEO of Luma Health. Now, Adnan is uh, a scientist. He's also an entrepreneur. You're going to hear a little bit about his background, which is very impressive. And then you're going to learn about the problem that Luma Health solves. And if you uh, run, own, or operate an infusion practice, you need this tool. And We Infuse integrates with this tool. And we're going to talk about that as well. But there's lots of really good takeaways from this, everything from how to streamline your practice, how to take up gaps that are there in the schedule, and then also how to maximize your pay patient experience, which gets them to come uh, to arrive on time, but also keep coming back to your practice versus a competitor. We're going to get into that and a lot more in this episode of the We Infuse podcast. Let's jump right into it. All right. As I mentioned, I have special guest on the show, Adnan Iqbal with Luma Health. Adnan, thank you for being on the show. Hey, Dylan. Thanks for having me. Happy Friday. Yeah, absolutely. It is a happy Friday. Going into Labor Day weekend, man. We're looking forward That's to right. some time on the lake. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm, I was uh, really looking forward to having this show because you guys are doing something at Luma Health that's really interesting. And when I was an account executive with We Infuse, meeting with everything from small infusion practice to very large multi-site providers, I heard the same uh, objections or questions or needs over and over again. And you guys answer probably one of the number one needs that we heard that people would say, do you have this functionality? Do you have this, we, you know, something we deal with. So we're going to get into all that, but before we do kind of tell us about your background in the industry and, and, and who is Luma health. Sure. No, um, we're, 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 we, we share an enthusiasm. I think there's, um, so much uh, that's similar about Luma Health and We Infuse, and I know we'll get to it. Um, but but uh, just it, it, I'll start with the amazing alignment we have in terms of just cultural fit, right? Uh, in terms of talking less, doing more, um, doing what you set out to do, uh, and just having that um, that 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 core hustle and, and real drive to be in, be in the business of benefiting patients not in the business of benefiting from patients, which unfortunately a lot of, you know, our U.S. healthcare system and a lot of health technology companies have, have, have fallen into that, that, uh, that negative trap. So um, that's, that's what uh, I think uh, brought, made this union possible. And, and we're, we're super excited. That's so great. you asked about, um, you know, where, where my background and where this all began. So uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge nerd. So I'm a biologist by background. So I've been in the healthcare and life science space for, for, for well over 15 years. I studied biology as an undergrad. Um, really wanted to get more depth in bioscience and biotechnology. So after working a couple of years after graduating from college, um, I uh, I went to grad. I moved to the UK. I went to grad school in the UK and studied biotechnology. And and, and I studied proteins. Proteins were my jam, primarily in, in, in inflammatory disease and in oncology. So so very I'm very familiar from a scientific standpoint um, with with infusion space. Um, after finishing grad school, I, I had a chance to co-found a medical device startup that didn't quite end up doing what we wanted it to do, but but I love that experience. I knew at some point in my life, I wanted to come back to uh, be part of an early team and and, and have the chance to, to build something from the ground up. But I really grew up as a biologist and as a healthcare professional at a big biotech company uh, called Genentech here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And so I moved back. Never heard uh, of them. To Cal- 
Yeah, <laughs> I moved back from England uh, to, to California um, and, and and started at Genentech. And, and you know, there I, I really began in the operations and manufacturing side where real biotech happened. So the stuff I used to do at my my, my bench, I now have to scale to a, a 10,000 liter tank, right? So just a crap ton more proteins. Uh, and, and really cool thing about Genentech was and still very much is, they really want you to get a broad feel for the business. So I'd seen up to manufacturing. I had a chance to then move over and lead uh, Genentech's uh, early stage R&D finance strategy for the oncology and neuroscience portfolios. And then uh, my final stint was really uh, to move over, move over and uh, learn the commercial side of the world. So I had a chance to lead sales and marketing for immunology product uh, that Genentech got mar- had on market. Um, it was a treatment for rheumatoid arthritis infused. And really that's where, you know, I came from, from oncology, from cancer, where the goal is to hit the patient hard, hit them fast, save and extend life. And at that point, the patients are usually pretty sick in, 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 in their care journey. And so as much as the patients are at the of everything we do, they didn't have a whole lot of choice, right? Uh, if you have, if you were HER2 positive breast cancer, had HER2 positive breast cancer at the time, you really had two options. There were both genetic options. Um, this was very different than, than where I was uh, working on, on an immunology product uh, and, and, and working on a treatment that supported and treated rheumatoid arthritis, MS, lupus, et cetera, uh, that the patient was on a long-term care journey, right? Interacted with the therapy for 30, 40, 50 years. It became a part of their everyday life, everyday routine. And so really, I'd say for the first time in a very eye-opening way, really underlined, put the patient, the center of everything we do. Because um, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how effective the treatment is, how great the scientific profile is, right? And, and those are all the things that I was used to just wearing my scientist hat. But how does a patient just engage with this and make it a part of their their everyday routines and, and their overall wellness journey? And so um, that's that's a, a bit of the background. Uh, so after five years, uh, left Genentech and, and, and took a sabbatical and went to business school and um, really had two key things on my mind. One was to evaluate opportunities to be a part of an early team again. And two was to move from pure health and life science, where, where I'd spent you know, a, a good decade in terms of my career, to where health and technology were coming together, right? Just saw that a lot of the things that we take for granted in our lives, like one of these guys, had really just started to trickle into healthcare. Uh, and it was fortuitous that those were the things floating around in my head. Uh, and I reconnected with Ashreen, so so Dr. Ashreen Akram, uh, who who was at the time um, doing his fellowship at uh, at Stanford Hospital. So fun fact here is T and I were college roommates. We lived together for two years as undergrads uh, at Berkeley. He went off to Michigan Medical School, trained there, practiced there, had a radiology clinic there. And now seven years ago, he was at Stanford Hospital uh, wrapping up his fellowship in cardiac imaging. I was finishing up the business school. And the two of us would get together at Stanford Hospital's cafeteria and nerd out about all the different challenges, pain points, and efficiency in healthcare. And that's really where the earliest idea of what's now Loom Health was born. And it was something we experienced firsthand, right? Me as a patient, Ashfin as a doctor, and very simply, right, it's people, Americans, patients are waiting weeks to months to be able to get to care. And as we dug into it, we found that the same clinics hospitals, health systems, where patients waiting weeks to months, every day they had about a 15 to 30% unused capacity rate, right? So people waiting for needing care, care available, but no simple, easy way to connect those patients to care. Uh, and that's 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 really where it began, right? Uh, and as I mentioned, we experienced it firsthand. I played soccer as undergrad at Berkeley, tore my ACL my sophomore year, called the Palo Alto Medical Foundation to get an MRI scheduled, and they told me it would be three weeks before I get an MRI, which is you know, pretty powerful the course experience for most patients. And I was an annoying dude who, on a Monday, in between classes, because I had the free time and really wanted to get back on the soccer field quickly, I called them 10 times, right? And of course, Tuesday, an appointment opened up, I had an MRI, and Friday, I had surgery. So I was on my path to healing in three days, four days, rather than waiting 
three weeks to get the process started, right? And look, in my case, I was in my early 20s. I could have crushed around for three weeks. I would have been fine. I would have gone to the same health outcome just three weeks later. But the reality for most Americans today is they're sick today, their loved ones sick today, and they're waiting weeks to months to be able to get into care. And every single day that goes by, their likelihood of a better health outcome is deteriorating, right? And so that that was really the the, the early genesis of, of uh, what's, what's now Luma Health, and, and that was that core pain point. That's so interesting that you have a background really as a scientist and you're, you know, the focus in your field and then, but you also got into sales and you're clearly an entrepreneur. And so I think that's a really neat set of your, you know, your capacity and your passion to combine your, your, your clinical training and then also the other stuff in tech. And then, and then to have a sales and an entrepreneur mindset, you know, entrepreneurs solve problems. And we look at all the, the major breakthroughs today. I think entrepreneurs are responsible for most of that, of seeing a big problem and thinking creatively on, on how to solve it. And it's it's really neat that you guys have done that. And when you talk about the, like you said, if you're in your 20s, in worst case scenarios, you, you, you hobble around on crutches for a while. But for most of our audience with ambulatory infusion centers and fusion practices and stuff like that, if you're having those kinds of issues with scheduling, you're starting to prevent a patient from receiving the full amount of treatments in a given year. And Absolutely. that definitely has an, you know, a negative impact, of course, on their, on their well-being, their lifestyle. And so, so tell us more about what is it? What is the, you talked a little bit about a 30% um, basically wastage in, in possible scheduling there. Let's dive mm-hmm. more into that. What is the big problem that Luma Health solves yeah no uh, great question uh, and, and thank you for your kind words i think um you know we've been very fortunate uh, as as uh, as a founding team that um we, we we're, we're we're huge nerds we love solving problems we love solving problems uh, as a team and that's allowed us to one um i think identify the right set of problems and then two we haven't had to really change our north star right which began with that early like small nugget of a problem which is there's people waiting for care. There's care available. There's a simple, easy way to get those patients to care, which really then as we as we spent more time in this space and got smarter, uh, identified the, the larger problem at hand, which is uh, it, it's really about um, patient access at the end of it. But it's how do you effectively ensure that a patient has a seamless end-to-end journey that's specific to their diagnosis, their care plan, et cetera. And all of us are healthcare consumers at some point or another. And of course, we'll, we'll ebb and flow and, and, and have our unique journey. But our point of view was there will come a time when the U.S. healthcare system will finally want to understand their patient as a customer, want to own and automate and orchestrate that entire journey, right? And we really want to be a part of the patient's total wellness and their success equation, as opposed to just... Um, interactions that happen from time to time, right? Be it in-person visit, virtual visit, but uh, instead of being just point solutions or uh, point visit oriented, but really step back and think about a patient's total wellness and entire journey. And the way we think about that is how do you unify and automate all patient journeys, right? Operational, clinical, and financial, right? Because a patient doesn't think about like, okay, what was my scheduling experience? What was my telehealth experience? What was my in-person experience? What was my paying the bill and understanding my benefit experience? Like, what was my end-to-end experience? Period. Right. That's right. Uh, and 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 I think that's for us. That's been an important part. And I think this is this is what we love um, in our partnership with WeInfuse. It's you know I think that the tag the tag and the focus there is is uh, uh, WeInfuse takes the confusion out of infusion. Right. And so very similar to how we think about things in terms of the North Star for us from the earliest day was needing to get care or needing to see a doctor, right, is hard. Actually getting to care and getting to your doctor shouldn't be. 
Right. So, so, so really, re- really strong alignment there. That's so good. You know, one of the things that used to come up when I was an account executive with We Infuse, we, you know, we would do demos and people would see We Infuse compared to whatever EMR, multiple, multiple tools they were using. And they would, they would just be amazed at how seamless it made the process and how it simplified scheduling and order intake and all the different parts of the process and connected it in one platform. But one thing that used to come up a lot was, do you guys do appointment reminders? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we don't. But you could at the time, I w- you would have to say, no, we don't. But of course, there's other vendors you can use for that. But it, it hurt a little bit to say, no, we don't. And we don't have a strategic. We didn't have a strategic partner in place uh, for that. We didn't have a good solution for that at the time, even though it, it still it didn't matter. We Infuse was so just overwhelmingly better than whatever system they had in place. But uh, so tell us about about that. What do you, how are you guys working with with We Infuse and how are you making that, you know, for our audience, a lot of our audience is entrepreneurs, investors, providers, people running infusion center operations. So how do you make their life easier? And, and, and then we'll get into how it makes it easier for the patient. Yeah, absolutely. And so from, from, from my time at Genentech, right, I spent a lot of time at, at, at infusion centers, um, given, given that's where, where, where patients receive their, their you know, weekly, monthly, every six months type treatment for, for, for a variety of different uh, um, immunology uh, disorders, et cetera. And so, you know, what I think we learned and, and we borrow a lot from, from, from my time at Genentech in terms of our culture and approach really uh, is, is, is that infusion centers, Clinics, hospitals, health systems really first and foremost want to ensure that their patients get to the desired health outcome, right? And uh, at the, and hand in hand with that, they of course want to have a hell of a business, right? Because uh, those 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 play well together. That if you have a strong patient access, you help patients get to the right health outcome. You have a strong product in terms of your healthcare, your services, the outcome you can drive, sophistication of of your clinic and resources and tools and care teams, right? That's important. And of course, that allows you to build a really, really great business that allows you to reinvest, right? So it's 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 a very harmonious um, um, uh, you know loop there. And 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 really what we found is folks really struggle with access, right? That they have invested in electronic health record, and that obviously is you know, core core source of truth one, right? It is um, the first platform, right? Uh, in, in, in healthcare, it's your clinical decision support tool. It's your billing tool. You'll have a scheduling module in there, practice management module, what have you. But what we found is folks really, um, of course, adopted it, but it was insufficient to allow them to make sure that people could get into care, that people were well-prepared for care, right? That people could then come back and continue on their care journey. And so messaging, reminders, right? That's 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 now uh, a commodity, right? Um a, a health system can stand up their own messaging capability if they so choose using kind of off the shelf, off the shelf software tools like a Twilio or what have you, right? But what we found is tools, software, point solution, band aids have been okay but are insufficient, right? People are now really looking for what is my healthcare operating system. If I think of my electronic health record, it's it's uh, it's the the spinny drive, right, in in your computer. Well, I need to have a healthcare operating system on top. I need to have Windows or you know Mac OS on top to really drive and orchestrate all the different workflows that have traditionally been pretty manual, right, for, for, for a lot of health systems. And so I guess what started with the desire to really uh, simplify and automate messaging, so real-time, automated, text-first, right, no app, no download, no portal, no login, no friction for the patient, 
And then multilingual, right? So that you have, we have 25 languages out of the box. So truly a solution for 100% of Americans and then intelligent, right? Where these are bots that are able to have a conversation with the patient before, during, between, and after. And most importantly, to treat people like people, right? Uh, where you don't have to reply yes, no, confirm, cancel, one, two, what have you. People are people. They will write paragraphs. They'll use emojis. My grandma's emoji game is even stronger than mine, right? So they're able to really parse all of that and, and treat people like people and to guide them effectively, which of course at the onset starts with making sure folks can, when they land on WeInfuse's website or a health system's website, be able to click to schedule. And you can guide someone through a flow and get them to the right type of appointment for them, for their diagnosis, where they live, their preferences, et cetera. And then of course, this is the operational part, make sure they show up well-prepared, right? That they've completed their intake, right? That we've, you've captured their consent, right? So you're not doing that with a clipboard at the clinic that's already done from the comfort of your home or wherever you are on, on your preferred device, right? Uh, and then of course that you do the right things, you park in the right place, right? You bring the required information with you. And then the clinical guidance is equally important, right? Make sure you get on the right medicine, stop certain medicines, uh, what what have you, right? The clinical preparation needed before you show up for an appointment. So it's not only good enough to get someone scheduled, but then you really have to invest in a very thoughtful way to automate those workflows to make sure the patients show up, show up well-prepared, can actually complete care on, on their given date at the given location with the given provider. And then of course, in most of the treatments we, we, we work on together here are chronic, right? You got to make sure the patient comes back and keeps coming back. That, of course, you're, again, from a clinical standpoint, guiding the patient effectively from an education standpoint, from helping them understand their diagnoses, their symptoms, et cetera, what have you, uh, all with, of course, the goal of reactivating at the right time in the right way to get back into the care they need. And so I think patients, right, um, nobody wants to be engaged. I really don't like the word patient engagement, right? It, 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 nobody wants to be engaged. People want to be helped and guided. And that's really where, where, where our focus is. How do you effectively guide a patient, right? How do you nurture them, acquire them, guide them, retain them across all those different journeys, operational, clinical, and financial? I like that. I mean, what we're really talking about here is communication. It's effective communication. Absolutely. And let's let's face the facts. When you grow a business, a practice, as it starts to grow, you are going to hit the ceiling on your staff's capabilities. It's Absolutely. just a natural evolution in business. Absolutely. And you're either going to adapt and evolve and break through that ceiling, or you're going to flatline and everybody's going to be stressed out or apathetic. I don't know which one, or you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. And to me, this is, this is a key method to break through that ceiling of communication, because if you're going to have an infusion practice, you start getting into the you know, 200, 300 and up infusions a month. I mean, this, th this tool alone could save your staff hours and hours every week and uh, make sure people don't drop through the cracks, make sure people don't miss appointments and, and stuff like that. I, I think it's a huge benefit to any practice. I, we experienced it, you know, we had an experience recently where in the exact same day, you know, when you go to a parking lot, like in target or whatever, they have those big concrete pillars with the light pole on top. Mm -hmm. Well, I, sometimes the light pole is gone and I don't know who in the world authorizes the decision to remove mm -hmm. the big thing that you can see and leave the thing that you can't see if you're close right. enough to it. Right. Right. Even if it's yellow. Right. So I went to Home Depot a couple of weeks ago and I have a lifted Toyota Tundra, big Toyota Tundra truck. Um, but I'm, a, I like doing woodworking and, and stuff like that. I actually use the truck. Unlike most people in Dallas, Texas. And, um, <laughs> and so anyway, I'd parked next to one of these things, 
went to leave Home Depot. I couldn't see it. It was right in front of my truck, but beneath the my visibility with my hood, I smashed into this thing, right? Going forward, I thought I hit a car. And uh, I back up, I look out, the, there's just crumbles of concrete on the ground. I think surely my truck is just going to be so messed up the front of my truck. I look at my truck. There was a tiny little scratch on the license plate and that was it. Um, that same day, my wife did the same thing in her SUV. She has a large full-size SUV. She was in a target parking lot, had the entirely opposite outcome. She mm -hmm. backed into one of those concrete oh. pillars and it wrecked the back of her car, right? So we had to find a local collision center, a collision center that worked with the insurance company. We, As we started the process with them, before we had even gone there, we started receiving uh, communication mm -hmm. from them. Mm -hmm. And the messaging was so exact and so well-worded and so precise. And it said, hey, this is what's happening. And it was guiding us through a process. And then it said, you know, schedule here. If you want, you can, you can read more info by clicking this link. Then when we started, hey, it's officially begun. We're thinking it's going to be, you know, this much time, but we'll update you. A few days later, we got another one saying, hey, these parts have been ordered and so forth. I felt like we were just getting the best possible customer service available. And it was all automated on their side. All they had Absolutely. to do was click a little button saying, hey, we, you know, we're at this stage now. But my experience was I felt like I was being taken care of. And of course, we'll go back to them. I mean, there's, I don't even know how many collision centers there are in Dallas, Texas, but it's the same thing with infusion practices. There are so many options, especially with, um, you know, more entrepreneurs getting into the space and really focusing on the customer experience, the patient experience. And so um, obviously on the provider side, you guys can save a lot of time. You can save money, which is one of the taglines that we infuse, see how we can save you time and money. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But for the patient side, let's let's get a little bit more into that. What does it look like if if an infusion practice is is um, using we infuse and we infuse is in, you know the Luma Health system is involved? What does it look like as the patient goes to get their first appointment? What kind of messaging Absolutely. should they expect to receive? Absolutely. So I, I love the example you shared, and I think that's that's the reality that we as people right? Experience in every other part of our life, except healthcare, right? And one can argue, um, needing healthcare is really hard. If you need healthcare, that means something's usually, in most cases, not right, right? And there's a lot of anxiety and stress um, and, and, and worry that comes with whatever healthcare need that, that you're looking to, to address, right? And then you're, we're, of course, compounding the, the, the problem uh, in the sense that we're not making it easy to navigate a patient's journey, right? A patient or a loved one today really has to be their own success champion and pound the phone and figure out, okay, I need to get to this appointment. Before I get to this appointment, there's all the other appointments that I have to do, right? Uh, and, and it's really left up to a patient or loved one to figure that out. So the, 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 the pain you experience with your car, right? Frustrating, could be anxiety producing. You find the place that you're going to get that pain treated. And then the rest of the process is smooth. And again, you're being guided and helped, right? Not just engaged. And so I think that's exactly what is possible in healthcare and should be the reality. And I think we're finally now getting there because healthcare has understood and realized that we really need to understand our patients as customers, right? And what they experience and benefit from in every other aspect of their life, when they're buying something, when they're returning something, when they're shopping for some other service, we need to offer the same. And I think the, the, the kind of tectonic shifts here, of course, are, as you pointed out, there's just far more competition, right? And 
now all of us as people, we have a lot more choice. We're paying for a lot more of our own healthcare, right? 80% of patients will Google a clinic, a hospital, a health system for the site of schedule an appointment. And we don't just choose once. We now choose at every interaction, right? It used to be you kind of, whoever you went for your primary care, you kind of stuck with them and they said, oh, you need to go see a specialist. You took what they recommended you to, but now we'll choose at every interaction. And we make healthcare decisions, not just based on need, but cost, convenience, and then need, right? And so that's really where uh, it's screaming for what we're doing together uh, with we infuse and Luma uh, for uh, that ability to effectively guide a patient right on their entire end-to-end journey and for it to be really seamless. And so, how does that actually work? Well, it works with a patient landing on 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 a website right for a clinic, right? And that's that's how most patients now will will look to schedule an appointment. The last thing they want to do is pick up the phone and be on hold, right? Uh, you know, I know in our family when, when my wife wants to return something or or, or talk to customer success a service at at at, at a you know, at, at, a, at a shopping center, at a Target, what have you. The last thing she wants to do is pick up the phone, right? There's, there's a little chat icon that pulls up. You you ask a couple questions, you put in your order number and like, poof, like things just happen, right? And so that usually isn't the case in healthcare. And so when that patient lands on the website, they're being guided, right? They're having a chat-based interface. They're able to share some data points that lets them know what type of insurance they have, what type of diagnosis they have, right? Which which location they're looking to, to, to schedule at and makes it so they can one-click schedule. Right. That's really where we think about access often a journey begins. And then, of course, it's uh, more often than not, most of the patients coming to a we infuse clinic, it's it's a new patient. You don't know much about them yet. So that ability to capture um, their intake information, right, the demographic information, the insurance information, the, the disease history, what have you, right, all the all those different components. And that's fully customizable, right? So every clinic will be different. Every care journey may have some nuance to it. So you can really... Think of it as like SurveyMonkey on steroids built for healthcare, right? So you can you can dial it in. And again, a patient's just clicking through, whether it's on the computer or on their phone, it's easy, right? The, the, the mantra we always have is it has to be zero to one click simple, right? Anything more and it's too complex, right? Uh, and so you've scheduled, you've provided your intake, you've consented, you've shared your documents and what have you, all the things you need to do. And then of course, it's preparing you for your upcoming appointment, right? So yes, Next generation reminders to make sure you know where to go. You can reply, you can confirm, you can reschedule. And it's conversational, right? You can say, I got to cancel. We know what that means. Oh, and then we offer you a new set of appointments. Say, oh, I want the one on the 24th, right? So not you know, click here, do this. It's, it's just very conversational. Just, just how we um, experience things in, 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 in any other part of our life. And then, of course, staff often want to have the ability to secure chat with the patient, right? To reach out to Dylan, to maybe give them some additional information, to prepare them for something because they, they know, staff know their patients the best, right? So that bi-directional secure chat capability. And then, of course, once you've completed your visit, right, you've got the operational guidance, the clinical guidance, then it's really about ensuring that you're well taken care of and guided post-infusion, right? And that not only are you getting education, not only able to have a secure chat with your care team if you're experiencing some symptoms or, um, you know, some challenge, but that you're also being set up to come back for your future care, which of course, in any chronic care journey is critical, right? And so make sure people show up, they're adherent to whatever protocol they need to be on, right? Um, that they're compliant to all the different instructions and that they come back for the follow-up care. So that's how a, a, a person would really experience uh, this in real life. And the beauty of it is they don't know who Luma Health is, right? They're having a very personalized conversation directly with their clinic, their care team, their provider. So everything is customized. Everything look and feels, right? Like they're, uh, like, like that, that clinic's branding and colors and style and approach, uh, but it's automated, 
right? To your earlier point, you can't just throw bodies at these challenges to address communication and access and guiding and educating. You want this to be truly automated and you want it to be integrated, right? Into the underlying source of truth, electronic health record, few software, so that it's just um, seamless. So there's no double data entry. There's no moving files around, right? Just to minimize uh, and really uh, um, get rid of any complexity. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. You know, as a, as a leader, you, you, that's one of the main roles I think is you have to, you know, according to the book traction by Gino Wickman, he they've, they've grown this, this uh, empire of training business owners. And one of their key deals is as a leader, your one of your number one jobs is to simplify because the Absolutely. more you hire people, the larger your practice grows, or your business grows, complexity grows. And so this is simplifying things for the provider who really wants to focus on the clinical side. Exactly. Most providers exactly. don't want to be bogged down in business details. And the problem is if your business isn't thriving, you can't focus on the clinical side because exactly. you're going to be so stressed out by the shortcomings on the business operations. So really, you're, there's a few things happening here. It sounds like to me, you're, you're streamlining things for the, the provider, the business owner, just the whole business side of the practice. You're taking steps out of the process. You're also providing a way for them to increase revenue because a 30% wastage in scheduling is massive. I mean, if you could fill those gaps at the end of the year, that's a significant impact on your bottom line. And then for the patient side of it, you're making things simpler and streamlined for the patient to where they get really the best patient experience they can get on from a communication and scheduling standpoint, which is which is huge. So, so what would you say for for a provider? or somebody running an infusion practice that's not using a solution like, like Luma Health, what would your best advice be to them? If they're like, yeah, that sounds great, but we've got some issues. We can't really do something like that now. What, what would be your best advice to them, assuming they have kind of a cumbersome process with multiple systems in place? Yeah, no, great question. You know, I think that's a reality for, for every part of healthcare today. Right? And, and especially true for infusion centers, um, where you have a lot of competing priorities. Right, You want to ensure that you're delivering access, you're delivering great health outcomes, you're running a hell of a business, um, that you're doing it in an efficient way so you're not just you know, spending money, adding headcount, adding complexity. Uh, and, and so I think that's true for, for everyone. And so what we find now is, uh, you know, we've been at this now for nearly seven years, it's um, the we don't have to convince folks of that reality, right? They're living that reality every single day. And so then really it's a conversation to understand what are their high impact, high priority use cases, right? And what could really benefit from a healthcare operating system that sits atop and integrates with their existing investments and their EHR and their reinfuse capabilities and their telehealth capabilities, right? Um, remote patient monitoring, whatever systems that they've already invested in folks are now really moving towards uh, moving away from what I, what, what they call is like, we're a best in breed point solution company where they're buying the best mandaid, right. To really shifting towards, we want a, we're integrated systems. We take an integrated systems approach. We're looking for an end to end patient relationship management partner that can of course deliver all the different things we, we touched upon in a, in a, in a, in a, in a sample patient journey, but that can actually connect all my different systems of record so that I can really achieve value out of those systems. Like your EHR doesn't help you make more money. It's just the cost of doing business. But I need something on top that really helps me become the revenue platform. It helps you make sure that patients come in, they get they come in well prepared, they complete care. And of course they keep coming back and that can guide them effectively in between and after. Because as the payment models have changed and continue to evolve, 
It's really focused on fee for service shifting to fee for value to shift to shifting to fee 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 for uh, outcome, and that requires an entire patient facing engine that helps you orchestrate that entire journey. And so that's really where we don't get that pushback anymore. I think early on we'd get it. It's like, oh, I got like a, I have a call center or my team in the front office has a great job of, of reaching out patients. It's very white glove, right? Or yeah, we have some, we have some basic text messaging capabilities. And what folks have realized is solutions and technology alone are insufficient. It's not just about technology. It's not just about modernizing, but it's how do you actually orchestrate workflows using technology in a thoughtful way and using your existing investments in a thoughtful way. That's so good. Yeah. If you, uh, we have to assume you got the right people in the right seats if you're running a practice, but if you want to grow, if, if you aren't experiencing growing pains and a need for technology, then you don't want to grow. I mean, you've, you've got to be hitting a point to where again, you, you know, if you're running this practice, you're, you're hitting a ceiling where your current systems need to be streamlined as much as possible. So I'm sure there's people listening to this that are going to think, okay, I want to connect with Adnan or I want to learn more about, about Luma Health. What's the best way to connect with Luma Health? Yeah, so uh, lots of ways. I mean, obviously, uh, for, 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 for the, you know, any, any folks who are part of the, the We Infuse family, either as customers, partners, uh, supporters, what have you, right? We Infuse is a great place to start because they know us, they know us well, um, and, and they can obviously make all their introductions. Our website's a great place uh, to, to, to reach us, right? And, and, and there, you, you, just like we talk about delivering a phenomenal patient experience, we, del- we deliver a phenomenal experience for, for our customers and prospects where a little, little, little widget that pops up and you can real-time start getting your questions answered. But yeah, www.lumahealth.io is a great place to start. Uh, but like I mentioned, for folks in the We Infuse family, they'll, 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 they'll have all the right points of contact there. Great. And, and you know, I, I, oh, I, I quickly wanted to, um, you know, touch upon, uh, uh, I guess, things that I think um, have set up our partnership up for success and uh, will, will really allow us to, to kind of, you know, have a one plus one equals seven uh, type outcome for, for our shared customers, both from the ability to deliver outcomes, the ability to deliver phenomenal access and patient experience, and of course, to help folks build really strong businesses. And, you know, I think one of it's just that, that core alignment um, in, in, in just in terms of values, right? In terms of really being truly and genuinely focused on the patient at the center of all things, uh, really thinking about how do we be in the business of benefiting patients, not in the business of benefiting from patients. Um, and then I think really it's that platform approach. I think I love that our teams are aligned and taking a, a true platform approach because a lot of healthcare, to your point earlier, it's been, hey, let's let's solve this problem. Let's add this technology. Let's use this Band-Aid. Oh, this is broken. Let's kind of you know, stitch it together the best we can. And I think what we're seeing now across the spectrum of healthcare is just real fundamental shift as people moving from a point solution band-aid approach to a digital front door approach, right? Which is, I need to solve a number of connected problems with a single partner, not six to eight different point solutions. And ultimately where we really see things moving is, is a true integrated platform approach, which we call, you know, patient relationship, right? Which is thinking about not just a patient um, when they're in front of you, but thinking about total patient wellness and all the workflows and orchestration that needs to happen to, to, to make that successful. And I, and I love that our two organizations are, are, are really focused on that, right? And I think for us, the way we think about it is um, our brand promise really focuses on, 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 on four key values, right? One is really in terms of impacting the business, right? Helping you drive more revenue, helping you identify efficiency and reducing costs. Uh, the second is really, which I love and, and is incredibly important, especially in a world that's so fast-paced and evolving, it's we'll meet you where you are on your digital transformation journey, right? Not every health system or clinic or infusion center uh, is ready to be 
you know, just like Target, right, or, or, or Nordstrom, right, in terms of the technology, sophistication, understanding their patients as a customer. But wherever a health system is on their um, journey, we'll meet you there, right? If you just started to take that first leap, wanting to modernize communication, do more intelligent reminding, we can meet you there, right? But the power is that's we're not just one and we're not one and done is as you continue to grow and evolve, you have a platform that you now you can grow and evolve with and into. Uh, and then three, I'd say it's really that ability to dramatically improve your patient relationship and patient experience, right? Um, and again, engagement's a stale word, right? Um, messaging is a commodity, but it's really thinking about true patient relationship. Uh, and, and then lastly, it's uh, it's the things we, we spend a lot of time talking about, which is unlocking um, a lot of the performance, system performance and the workflows that requires real, real orchestration, right? Not just mandates. That's so good. And you know what the, the thing that stands out to me about that is yes, there there's so much alignment with you you guys and the guys over at We Infuse. I mean, there's there's alignment in your heart, your passion, your dedication to the patient's side of things. But then also, you know, if you look at Google reviews, if you have a mm-hmm. business or mm-hmm. a healthcare practice, most of the negative reviews have to do with, I called them three times and Absolutely. I still didn't get an appointment. I mean, if you, it's not, I saw Dr. So-and-so and she was rude or he was off-putting mm-hmm. to me, or I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I was being taken care of. It has to do with the before and after the visit experience. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I think that's pretty clear that this is where Luma elevates the entire process. So uh, Adnan Iqbal, CEO of Luma Health, thank you so much for joining us, man. Dylan, thanks so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, as you can tell, I can nerd out about, nerd out about this stuff all day, every day. Uh, but but really appreciated your, your thoughtful questions and, and, and insights. And uh, like I said, we're super pumped about our partnership with Infuse and uh, are really looking forward to just helping more Americans get to the right care with the right doctor quickly and ensuring they keep coming back for the care they need. So uh, a lot of alignment and shared vision there. And of course, uh, speed to impact is critical. So thank you for the work uh, that... Uh, you know, Reese and Brian set out to do and an impact you make for your clinics and your infusion centers. Uh, we're excited to be a part of that journey um, and, and, and to, 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 to do our part to, to help, right? Because at the end of the day, as you pointed out, care teams, providers want to do the right things. They want to focus on the patient, on driving and helping patients to get to that desired health outcome. And we want to make a, make sure that we can free up the time, the mind share, the ability for them to do so. Because uh, at the end of the day, that's, that's a very noble um, calling and, and very impactful. And as the world we live in today, we're seeing uh, really, you know, where healthcare is, is thrust into being the heroes that they that they are and are being recognized now, just given uh, the pandemic as a backdrop. But um, super pumped for 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 our partnership to to make that better and stronger. All right, great interview with Adnan, and I really like what he says about making that customer experience and that communication one continual experience from beginning to end. And I also really like what he says about a patient first approach. And, you know, if you're, if you run a practice, help manage a practice, own a practice, obviously that's got to be something near and dear to your heart is to make life easier for the patient. But of course it benefits the business side of your practice and frees you up to focus on the clinical side. So if you want to learn more about how uh, Luma Health can help you, you can go to their website, Luma Health, just do a Google search for Luma Health, or you can also contact one of the We Infuse account executives. If you have not done so already, you owe it to yourself uh, to see how We Infuse can save your practice time 
time and money and streamline the entire workflow unlike any other solution available. And we can confidently say that after comparing WeInfuse to so many different platforms over the years, it stands, I mean, I'm telling you, it's going to win the Olympic gold if there were an Olympic contest for software solutions for infusion practices. All right, guys, this is Dylan McCabe with the We Infuse podcast, and I will catch you in the next episode. 